Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Second Estate. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour, and in today's episode, we're discussing the new trailer for the upcoming season of The Kardashians on Hulu, the end of The Late Late Show with James Corden and his final karaoke, carpool karaoke, rather, with Adele, and finally, the new Apple TV Plus movie that has broken streaming records somehow, Ghosted. Yeah. Um, um, we have to start off <laughs> yeah, with some with news. Some news. <laughs> we, we were just discussing at yes. length how we were going to do this. Really I'm really nervous. nervous. Yeah. I'm really nervous as well. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, Hannah and I are getting married. <laughs> no. I know you've been waiting for <laughs> yeah, this for yeah, a long no. time. Um, I'm fully nervous I know to say um, so the second estate is going to be ending um, yeah. in, a f- in a few weeks. Uh, it's with a very heavy heart that – we both announced this. I feel like my heart is beating I know, so fast. And I just want to say, I was saying like, that you're probably thinking we're joking, but we're not. We're not. It's So many of you will know Hannah's going to Edinburgh, moving to Edinburgh, and it's hap- like, and it's come up so fast. She's going like, literally in a month. I'm like puffing. I, like, I feel so nervous doing this. Like, it's so like, I feel yeah. like I'm like breaking up with someone. Like, I know. So fucking, oh. I know. Anyway, um, but Hannah and I, H- Hannah is going to Edinburgh, and we discussed for months about how we would make the podcast work when Hannah went Mm -hmm. because it's a very hard, difficult time difference. It's like the opposite time. Someone would be up at 6 or 7 a.m. recording. And the other probably 9 p.m. 9 p.m., exactly. And, like, we know how we feel when we record remotely, Mm -hmm. um, let alone week in, week out doing that. And the product Mm -hmm. suffers, we think, that the podcast is, like, worse when we record remotely. Um, and we tried so many iterations of like versions in which it would work and there was none in where we felt like, I mean, and you jump in whenever you want, but we felt like that the podcast would remain like consistently good in the way that we wanted to and also that we wouldn't like deteriorate mentally by like being up at 6am or like someone having to do a really annoying day or or, or whatnot. So yeah, yeah, um, it's it's yeah, coming look, it, you know it's not to say it won't come back in the future just well that's know, the thing yeah, yeah we're not where this isn't necessarily something that we're we're like um deleting it off the face of the earth no yeah. or that we're like this is the end of mm. any kind of like mm. creative work that we do together yeah. but it's also one of those things that we've been doing this every week for three years yeah. which is a very long time to do something um and obviously like while we've become um I guess semi-successful where yeah. there are like a, a substantial number of people who care about this and yeah. like want to listen and, and we are literally so fucking grateful and this is part of the reason this is such a difficult decision is because yeah. we know how much people enjoy this and how much we yeah. enjoy this and how much value both we and the people who listen to this get out of this. Yeah, But it's also like kind of come to a point where we haven't, um, you know, it hasn't become financially. Yeah. So, which obviously there was New York, which is I think. For well, a, and yeah, we a, don't want you guys to think like we're like peace out after yeah, New York. Yeah, got a free trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like fuck you guys. That's definitely not. Um, and we were still having conversations about how we could make this work while that happened, and that yeah. was like genuinely such an incredible, I guess, swan song or whatever mm. to go out on and something that we both deeply cared about and was such an incredible opportunity that yeah. you all afforded us. But we've kind of had to make come to terms with whether or not this this thing that we're doing is something that we can tenably because right yeah the thing is is that we spend 
hours every week exactly doing yeah. this and the fact when i think about the fact that you and i have done this every week for I three know. it's crazy <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, what will happen is we'll have a week off and hannah will text me being like hey i can talk read stories at 3 i do it every time every t- and i'm like hannah we got a week we off, got a week like, off. Like, i do like it every, every time, time. It's yeah. so part of our it's so ingrained i'm actually gonna feel incredibly like weird no, of I've- a monday evening yeah. i think like not being like oh I have nothing. I have nothing to do. No, <laughs> like, and, and the, the other thing it's is like, like Stockholm what you, literally what you mentioned about um, us and how we feel about doing remotely. Obviously, we started this mm. during COVID when when we were doing it just remotely. Mm. But I think so, the reason yeah. that we were able to sustain this for so long, and also when we have seen the most growth, has been when we've been doing it in person. Definitely. And I think in order for us to actually really push this and make it keep working, we would have to be at the very least in the same time zone or at least in a more viable time zone. Um, And we just think that we want to go out where we think that what we've done is really good. Yeah. It's still really good. As I mentioned earlier, it's similar to James Corden um, (laughs) and his show. Yeah. Um, We want, we're really proud of what we've done. And I think that like we'd, we want to make sure that it doesn't just sadly peter off into this shit thing that none, neither of us are happy with. We feel like we've, put a lot of work in and created something that means something to us and means something to other people. And so that's kind of where we've come to with this decision. Yeah. We, we want to end something like a, we want to end it like a British series would, not like an American series Facts. would, you know, like, like Freaks yeah. and Geeks almost. It's yeah, American yeah. actually. Yeah. But, like, but yeah. it's a very rare example of an American show that ended on a good high note, note, on a yeah. high note. Or, yeah. Because yeah, like Hannah said, we don't want, you know, to randomly go to, fortnightly or monthly episodes and they're kind of shit and like mm-hmm. you know and then everybody loses interest naturally anyway we feel like we should end it strong um have yeah a product we're proud of uh and something that you guys like can listen to and be like yeah i mean us like assuming you're gonna be really sad about this news you're like yeah cool you're one of 15 podcasts <laughs> yeah, i listen to like, give a fuck. like I shameless it's fine yeah, exactly i mean if you make that equation between when's the last four apps <laughs> i'm going off the wall now uh, you equate us no to them exactly anyway so um yeah we just we had an idea also for the very last app which will be the 22nd of may is that yep. right huh? yep. yeah um well we'll record it on the 22nd of may it'll probably come out the 23rd uh we there's like a thing me saying this like i have done i have looked it up i haven't but i know that it exists where <laughs> you can submit like voice messages yeah. to people and like and so we thought we and you can do it anonymously or or with your name so we thought we'd probably set I'll, I'll look at setting it up tonight before i upload the app and then we'll put it on instagram slash like in the show notes and if you guys have, we ever have anything in the show i actually did with gofundme Whoa, i did it occasionally okay. but i will do it the next four ep- well the next three apps in the lead up and we'll remind you on the apps as well but if there's anything like there's ever a topic we never covered that you really wanted yeah. us to cover or if there's like a question you have our yeah. opinion on something or I'm like a comment like, that you wanted yeah. to make and you were like oh like you know, what about when this happened in this show and you guys never, whatever, anything you want to say, any words for us? I mean, if they're mean, I'm just not going to play them. So don't bother. Um, We don't want to do them. Yeah. We just won't play them, but like, yeah, hopefully most of them will be fine, but I'll put that link and you can submit something there. And then basically we're thinking the last app will just kind of be some version of answering a bunch of that stuff or maybe, you know, coming to the table with our own favorite topics or something Mm. like that. Um, so yeah, if that's something that interests you, uh, 
will have that link available. Um, and also, I Hannah was like, I don't know, but this is purely selfish about the merch. I was like, oh, maybe oh. we should put the merch back on sale only because I fucked up my hats. I accidentally bleached my hats. Yeah, and you I can just buy them. Yeah, and I really want. I need want two new hats. So, <laughs> so if anyone else would like some merch, can you just let us know and I'll just turn the merch site back on. Yeah, because we buy can some. just do it. Obviously, yeah. um, if anyone remembers, it was like. It takes a while to get them. Yeah. So we might be long gone by the time yeah. we get them. But if you didn't mm. get merch and you actually want it, then let us know because we can just turn, turn the side back, back on. on. I was just like, that might be a bit weird. But also if, if you actually have an interest, then let, let us, us know. know yeah. We can do a poll on the on Instagram, Instagram to see yeah. if anyone cares Good about idea. that. Yeah. Um, Other than me. I turn it on for five minutes to order. And then <laughs> off. Back off. Um, we did it. What a year ago now? Over a year ago. Over now. a year ago, it was like, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, now. yeah. So there um, probably are a lot of people who never got it. A lot of people. My, <laughs> I don't know some who don't people. know that or don't yeah. even know it existed. Yeah, but we exactly. did have merch. Yeah. Um, so like yeah, a limited if, thing. Anyway, yeah, I am assuming we're gonna have some messages after this. Or we, you don't care, and we get no. Messages. How that would be so heavy. Like we don't get a single message. Everyone's just like, great up this week, girls. Yeah, and we're great. like, we don't really care. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, um, no but yeah, we just before we like get into the episode, I do just want to say that obviously, like you guys have, w- this has brought us so much value over the last three Insane. years. Insane. Yeah. The first two of them were during a time when it was COVID, when like I think it brought us a lot of. Like purpose. social connect, purpose yeah. and social yeah. connection, and like totally. we were creating something that felt, you know, I'm <laughs> so lame, like bigger than ourselves, whatever. Yeah. In a time yeah. when there really was very little hope, hundred um, percent. And so, and then obviously in the year since, like we've we really yeah. do feel proud of what we've done, and we do feel so grateful, yeah, to all of the people that, that all of you who listen to us and yeah. message us and actually care about it it's like genuinely it's crazy to us still that people care yeah it's really unbelievable and i feel like we and this was a big part of the discussions of when we were talking about you know what we were going to do going forward like the community com- even though it's small and it, we sound like such assholes but like the people you guys listening to us and like the people that we've gotten to know and like certain listeners and stuff we, we have like we've never met you guys mm-hmm. and a lot of you guys and stuff and um it yeah it just makes it so all the hard work so worth it and it's been so incredible we've got some amazing messages over the time we've been doing this so yeah that's that was the hardest part us thinking about letting you guys down in that way even though you probably don't care uh but yeah so it wasn't a decision that came lightly but we hope you understand yeah and yeah and if you want to um if you want to keep up with us, we do have personal Instagram. Yeah. It's like not I mean, no, like follow me. No, yeah. but like if you do, cause yeah. I don't know what we're going to be doing with the, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll figure, figure that it out. out yeah. But, um, yeah. You can follow us. We still exist. Like we're yeah. not dying. It's yeah. just, this thing is, we only wake up every Monday evening and then we yeah. put back to like sleep. We still exist. I don't know if you're going to care about us outside of this, the but podcast, I just mean, if you yeah. randomly do, then like, yeah. you know, well, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> all right everyone's like i don't want to follow you I'm like, like barely want to follow i the barely podcast. don't yeah anyway all right should we do us- it yeah um <laughs> on that note the new trailer for the kardashians on hulu has just been released and it's gotten people talking with lots of drama impending including a supposed feud between courtney and kim a health scare for chloe and kylie apparently becoming aware of the sister's young impact on young women's body image we're going to unpack this trailer today Sarah, when you saw the trailer, what Mm. were your initial thoughts? Um, My initial thoughts was like, okay, they clearly took on the feedback where everyone was like, this show's way too polished. 
I don't care about yeah. the brands. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care about them going to work or sort of these high glossy functions that they attend yeah. and stuff. They want the raw family shit, yeah. um, which I think they're like emphasizing majorly. And interestingly, I remember when we were talking about this on the phone, when we were choosing their stories, just before we'd done that, a bunch of my friends were texting about the trailer being mm-hmm. like, fuck, I'm excited. I know yeah. everybody said the Kardashians are over, but I'm so fucking excited. Like, rah, rah, rah. So I think it's worked. That was my first like initial mm-hmm. sort of thing going, okay, they, they got the message. What did you think? Um, it was interesting because my initial reaction mm. was I just felt like it, even though I know that they're like going back to their roots and going back to like why people had any interest mm. in them in the first place. When I first saw it, that wasn't what I thought of. What I thought of was yeah, just right. like, like it felt viral. Kind yeah, of okay, like yeah. it felt I a little. Yeah. It felt a little. I'm probably gonna watch it because mm-hmm. I definitely have more interest in this than like I don't. Even if it is made up, I don't care. Yeah. But I just thought you know some of the drama that they've got in there, like Courtney thinks Kim made her wedding about business, is like to me just so obviously made up. Yeah. Like it's just shit that I'm like, where, where are you even getting that I, idea I know, from? Like, I know. Just I don't things- even remember them being like even in the vague vicinity at the same time the wedding and the. I don't know. It's something to do with Kim um, modeling for Dolce and Gabbana or something. Yeah, after like Milan Fashion Week, months after or something. Like it's literally. Let's be honest. When Dolce and Gabbana agreed to do Courtney's wedding, obviously in the contract they said with the caveat that Kim models it. I think they don't care about Courtney. Um, How embarrassing! Facts. But also, I don't think Courtney gives a fuck. Like I just don't think. Oh, just half of it. It's all in the same contract. Even hearing Kylie saying that she doesn't want her daughter to repeat what she did. It's Mm. um, and then the the point about we need to start thinking about our effects on people's body image i was listening to that i was like all of this is scripted yeah which i know it always has been but yeah. it just there's something about it now where i'm like you're pivoting back to this in such an seemingly inorganic way yeah that it, yeah not that it's ever been organic but, but at least the sort of fight i mean whether or not they were a lot of the fights felt real although the courtney and scott stuff felt real like the you know like when when courtney and kim had that big blow up like on <laughs> keeping up with the kardashians mm-hmm. not the new version or like there was a bunch of sort of int- like kylie and kendall would sometimes have fights that were like pr- seemed pretty real yeah like you know there were there was elements to it that was that seemed very very honest at least um even though i'm sure like 80 percent was constructed but this mm-hmm. feels just like 100 percent I think it was something about having the snippets of Kylie going, we need to start thinking about how we're affecting body image. Yeah. And then the clip of her saying that she doesn't want her daughter to do what she did because she wishes she never touched. Like, it's so vague that I'm like, that's not going to be about plastic surgery. No, no, no. And they're they're hinting at it. This is what they do. They, like, allude to stuff. It's like when um, Courtney, not Courtney, Kendall did the proactive ad. A lot of people thought she was going to come out. Oh yeah, this was a whole thing. Um, I have no, I don't have no memory. It was a of while this. ago, but it was when she was yeah. like, "I'm finally opening up and being honest about who I like, who I am." Or oh. did some all this weird promo, and everyone was like, "What's this going to be? It's going to be Kendall coming out." And it turned out that not that anyone should expect yeah, it, but yeah, like yeah. It, they were clearly leaning into the public expectation, of right? That, that that's what and would then she be, was yeah. doing a proactive <laughs> infomercial. Yeah, so I feel like it's this shit with funny. Kylie. Kylie's obviously not going to say anything yeah. about the fact that she's had surgery. Yeah. It's going to be in reference to something about her not wanting her daughter to like, I don't know, maybe drink or something. Yeah, it'll be like, some it'll people be, like be famous too young. Yeah, something really <laughs> just completely pointless Vague. and stupid. It's um, like I think it's too late for that, babe. Yeah, <laughs> like so I get why they're doing it and I, and I probably will watch it, but I also – this it does it's really lost its like – this, yeah. It's lost its it's joie de vivre. I don't know. Me. I think um, um like this sounds so weird, but I think the production values contribute to that as well. Because when it was on mm-hmm. E, it was in you know, 
HD, not 4K, and the cameras were obviously a bit shitter. Like this whole yeah. thing is much like smicker. It just looks yeah. a lot better. And so I think that com- with that comes the expectation that things are – more scripted and whatever. Um, the one thing I did want to say though is that comment from Kylie was obviously the sort of, I feel like that was the thing that got picked up and ran with the most yeah. like online. Uh, it, it hoodwinked everyone. I was looking at comments of the tra- on the trailer on TikTok. People like, oh my god, it's so amazing that they're finally opening up about their responsibility with, with like body it's gonna be issues. Bro- but but even if it's real and that conversation happens yeah. and they all had a big round table together going, we need to change how we do this, this, and this. I don't think that was Kylie walking in having an epiphany. I think it was like them reading feedback online and going, okay, here's what we're going to address on this. You know what I mean? Like it was just, yeah, people were fully like, oh, wow, this is so amazing to see. Like this is really good that they're doing this in the comments. And I was just like. It's because they they can see the writing on the wall and they're going, okay, we need to actually. But it's not going to be them actually acknowledging it. It's going to be them going like. We need to be positive representations for young women. Yep. It'll be something so vague and not actually getting into the nitty gritty yeah. of what the issues are. Because even yeah. if you look at an inter- recent interview, which um, we were going to touch on that Kylie did with, um, come with it, actually something femme or femme. Ho- oh home? yeah, the one the know. the um one where she's talking about her lips, and she like referenced how she's like quote I think a big misconception about me is that I've had it sorry morning. She didn't say that. I said that. <laughs> I've had so much surgery on my face and that I was some insecure person and I really wasn't. And then she goes on. Mm. But there's like um, – she's basically referencing that and then going, I was confident. I just wanted my lips done. Like it's – they always give a little but not everything. Yeah. And like even there's a quote where the interviewer goes, what beauty advice would you give Stormy? And Kylie said that she's perfect the way that she is. Be confident. Always be confident in yourself. Like just okay, but this is this is the thing, and like I don't think even like you can't even have like there. I, I had no doubt she's the most was the most confident person in any room yeah. like when she was right. Yeah. I'm not even saying like necessarily that she had to have like um, some unbelievably insecure persona that was like really shy and whatever. Like insecurity manifests in a million different ways. Even if the most have you've ever seen a group of like unbelievably like beautiful women discuss their flaws. Like, even though they're super confident, have you seen that happen? Because it happens every day and it happens every day. And they almost get into like a Greek chorus like chant about what's wrong with them. Even though like objectively, if you were walking down the street and you see that group of girls, you'd just be like, wow, that's the most beautiful group of girls I've ever seen. But they will literally all and it become. it's not even competitive. It's more just like when you get in that. Yeah. Like fucking Greek chorus of um, uh, just sort of working yourself up to be like yeah and my eye bags yeah and i hate this and and like it just goes on and on and on that is probably the same environment in which she exists in except unlike the rest of us she has the means to do to change all of those things and sort of all the people around her yeah and it's it's so the same fucking plastic surgeon they all look the same and it's so normalized um like altering your for them altering their faces in such drastic ways, it's just like it was the culture that she grew up yeah. in. Like yeah, her mum's been getting surgery forever. Like, yeah. it's, it's such a normal thing for Definitely. that community. Yeah, I think it's just that, like, when we, you know, to celebrate the fact that they might be, you know, talking about this stuff, it's going to be the most surface level shit. Which is yeah. why I then go, I don't expect anything less or anything more. more yeah. But I'm also like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, yeah. guys. You know? No, I agree. I Until think- we see what they actually say. Because yeah. Oh, totally. And I yeah. also think like they've obviously sort of um, 
over over like the last well since this new Kardashian series started rather than keeping up with the Kardashians. Sorry to interrupt, but my dad won't stop texting me, so I'm just gonna. That's fine. You just have you just reply, and I'll just say this while you're saying it. Uh, while you're replying, um, yeah, it's good. It's ASMR. Guys, we told you the quality wasn't going to get. We told you we we're going to keep up the quality of the podcast, and by by that, this is what we meant. That's um, literally what I would do anyway. I know, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, we aren't. <laughs> me, we're not pulling out any extra stops no, for you. Like, we're I'm doing not going to not respond to my text from my dad. Yeah. At, I will leave episode. eight minutes of Alfie barking in the middle of the episode by accident. I will do it. <laughs> and that's what you love about us. I'm yeah, assuming. exactly. Yeah. I'm assuming they're like, fuck that. Anyway, okay. Yeah. The the difference is like with this new Kardashian series, it's been. From the get-go, it's been like, you don't mess with the family. Like this fucking weird, like Sopranos unified style approach. Like, don't you think like all the seasons Mm -hmm. have been like, don't mess with us. Like we're a united front. Like all of that's kind of been the narrative. But whereas a previous staple of the original show, particularly like in the early seasons, was literally the sisters fighting. Yeah. It was everybody was fighting. And so they're crazy. Like they're crazy family. Crazy family. They fight. They love each other. So now I feel like that's what they've gone they're trying to go back to at least even if it's completely fake it still hooks you in because you're like that was a good shit like, yeah that, i have seen all the rest of the shit on kim's instagram six months ago i saw her host snl like yeah it's cool yeah, i exactly. guess seeing exactly behind the scenes of snl but like it's like i know that what i want to know is the other shit like the family stuff at home yeah you know and so i guess that's like yeah and i think like just before we move on as well yeah. the the bit about they like you have to remember that they also use um What's it's it's a type of marketing. It's called um, uh, not con- contro- controversy marketing, but it's something like that. It's like yeah. the type of publicity that people use that they have always used. Yeah, right. Where you create controversy or you okay. cre- you create an like issue, a scandal, or something. Yeah. a scandal. Yeah, and then use that to your advantage. It's what they've done literally since the beginning of their careers with yeah. with the sex tape, and I think they're using it in this way of like the fight between Courtney and Kim, or like the scandal is that um you know, they're, they're um, having a negative effect on yeah. women's body image. Yeah. They're going to like hook you in by thinking that they'll talk about it. And then I reckon what they'll do is they will do a completely terrible yeah. job of even addressing it and yeah. then people will get angry about that. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I totally, mean? It'll yeah. be like they're going to use that to hook us in and then they're going to not quite do a good enough job and then they're going to know they haven't and then that's going to make people and react it's to like it. The, and the hamster the will keep like running. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They, will never, they will never give the people exactly what they want They'll just in allude the way that to it. They will always allude yeah. to it and they will always yeah. maintain scandal because yeah. I think that that is what keeps their, them going and functioning. If yeah. they ever try to like move away from scandal, which I think they partially tried to with these first yeah. two seasons, that's not what people care about with them. No. So I also know. like it's interesting. I saw an interview with Kim the other day and I don't know if it was an old one or a new one. I, f- I feel like it was relatively new, but they were discussing her like – sort of um legal stuff and her studying to be a lawyer and all of that and I do have this like sort of feeling that maybe once she is or I mean maybe I hope that maybe once she's like legitimately set up as like doing as a lawyer and sort of doing all that stuff because it was like some of the people she works with being like Kim is always the most prepared she's the person who like knows the cases front to back more so than Mm -hmm. some of the actual lawyers Mm -hmm. on the cases really singing her praises I don't know what I assume that was real I don't think that they just out and out lie um and they were discussing that and I'm like I wonder if Kim's thing is like she's like I'll just do this until the le- like legal stuff is set up and I can actually pursue that. I've made my money and I'll tap out. Or do you think that she, do you think she has that in her to like completely say goodbye to that sort of machine that she's operated in for so long? Well, she said, she has said that she wants to do that. Yeah. Like that she would happily just be a lawyer for the rest of her yeah. life. But 
I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe she would stop the show, but like. Would she stop being Kim Kardashian? I don't yeah. think so. I don't I mean, either. I don't know. I don't think so. And we'll, only time will tell, really. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. The idea that she would be a practicing lawyer with like a firm is truly fucking insane. Yeah. Like it's bonkers. It oh. is insane. I kind of love it. And I would I love, love her too. to do that. Over, yeah, I just. She'll um, have a show about. Being a lawyer. She'll have a reality show about being a lawyer. Yeah. Like, I think that's what she'll do. She'll have a spin-off. Yeah, and that's probably what she's Kim attempting takes, to Kim do. Kim takes the justice system. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she was probably trying to do that, though, like, with the news show when it was, like, more about their businesses and, yeah. like, their, their you know, um, entrepreneurial pursuits. She was probably trying to get it there so that when she did decide that, it could just, just be about her being a lawyer, yeah. but no one wanted it. So now they've awkwardly had to be like, oh, now you have to be in a fight with Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no one wants skims. No, like, I can't. Like, it's um, so shit. Anyway. I think we're happy with a little bit of it as long as yeah. we get the drama as well. Definitely, definitely. And some, bring some Art Vandalay, please. Art Vandalay stuff, yeah. Todd Cranes. Todd Cranes. Like, Where is Scott? I know. I know. And I think it's because he's just gotten a bit... It's and odd. It's yeah, sad. I think yeah, it's, it's not good. Bit. Yeah. Chloe's really carrying everything on that front and she's mm. unwell also. Yeah. It's bad. Anyway. anyway all right. Let's shall we move on. move on? Okay. So the late, late show with the infamous James Corden came to an end this week after eight years on air in America to celebrate the end of this show or end of the show. His most popular couple karaoke guest Adele came back for one last ride and it was quite an emotional experience putting James in a completely new light. Um, she even revealed that she wrote uh, part of her song, I Drink Wine, for him. Uh, today we're going to discuss the idea of celebrity image rehabilitation um, and also just the general sort of impact of this show, I suppose. Um, Hannah, what did you think of Adele's second car- couple karaoke with James? Well, I think what I, what I like about this, mm. and it's something that, that happens a lot with, you know, there are so many celebrities mm. who James Corden, the the one Leah Michelle, yeah. um, certain – both of who we sort of paid a march to in New York. Facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who become known for being hard work or mm. become known for being shit, basically. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes you realise, um, this is such a, like, a dumb thing to say, but yeah. people really are multifaceted. Fucking oath. Like yeah. maybe James yeah. Corden truly is atrocious to wait staff, specifically yeah. at Balthazar in New York City. Yeah. But he's also an incredibly good friend to Adele. Yeah. And that matters to me. It matters to me as well. Like I honestly feel like those two things yeah. neutralise each other. Like I agree. being rude to staff at Balthazar and being Adele's best friend, like those well, things cancel each other out in my books. This is what I was thinking because I was like, no, but I agree. Yeah. And it's like because Adele's probably what one of the most beloved people of beloved people of all time, if not the most, but yeah. one of the most for mm-hmm. sure. And and James is obviously thought of as a really shit person. So mm-hmm. I'm like, in this situation, like by this binary of like good and bad, black and white, that a lot of people sp- specifically online um, prescribe uh, subscribe to, is that like either James is actually a really good person and we had it all wrong this whole time, or Adele is actually a really shit person and she's best friends with yeah. a really shit guy and they're both shit together. Or and people are complex. Exactly, which is the actual answer. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like, and no one, if we're going by this black and white sort of binary thing, no one is going to believe that Adele is a really shit person because nobody wants to believe no. that Adele, and I don't think she is, but nobody no. wants to believe that. So they're going to believe, oh, actually, this man is redeemable. This man is good. And they've because, and it's like, he may actually be a fucking cunt, but he yeah, really good friend. But, but that, like, it gives you a sense yeah, of the idea. The, what's his name as well? Jonathan. Is that what, Jonathan Groff? Groff with yeah. Leah, yeah. Well, that's the thing is I feel yeah. like um, it shows you that people 
people really are complex. Fucking art. And I think yeah. that like, and it doesn't, I don't think that it means that his behavior to like, I was going to say those two things neutralize, neutralize <laughs> yeah. each other. Uh, yeah. I don't I think that it, obviously, yeah. well, I'm kidding. So, as you know, but um, like, it doesn't mean that the way that he's treated weight stuff is appropriate. And you know, yeah. uh, Leah Michelle being friends with Jonathan Groff does not excuse the way that she's treated other <laughs> no, cast members. C- cast yeah, yeah. members. But it does show you that people are, so complex and I yeah. think that's why it's such an issue we've talked about it with the um the like therapy speak thing. yeah 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 but yeah. it's why like calling people toxic as like a blanket statement or Doesn't calling work. people narcissists yeah. as a blanket statement is in my opinion well, usually random celebrities you don't even fucking know exactly after it's one like, public incident yeah, of like, like misbehavior bad person yeah, 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 or yeah. you know that we, you find out that there's been ongoing shit yeah people deserve to pay the to yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to to face the consequences of their you know actions if yeah. they've mistreated people which he clearly has but well, like yeah. very publicly he exactly has but i do think that like it shows you that there needs to be more i mean he definitely deserved to be knocked off his pedestal yeah. if he ever was on one but like yeah because it is james corden at the end of the day like there's this part of it that still just seems like He's mm. just this random chubby British man. Like, what the fuck? Like, who, like, oh. is really obsessed with singing. And, like, and, like super not, successful for, for some, some reason. For some reason. He's yeah. not that. Like, he's famous. He's really famous. But he's not, like, hectic level of famous where, like. He's and, pretty famous. But, like, does like, anyone he's... care about him? Is anyone a James Corden fan? <laughs> That's what I mean. Do you know, like, there are people who no. are diehard Kim Kardashian Jam- fans. No, there are James Corden fans. I really? saw them, yes, in the YouTube comments. People, yeah. like, there were some comments on that, Adelvio Poo being like, I'm going to miss tuning into you every night, whatever wow. it is. Like, people love him. Yeah, there you go. Before, there you go. I, before he became really oversaturated, I didn't mind James Corden. Same. I didn't have, like, a... Like, I love him, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was never, like, no, a... No, I liked Carpool Karaoke. I thought yeah. it was a good idea. I thought he was a bit of... In terms of late night, like um, my favorite late night host ever was um, Craig Ferguson, Facts. which is who, which is he how replaced. great is Craig yeah. Ferguson? Did he replace Ca- Craig yes, Ferguson? Yes, he did. He was yeah. the best. He's so good. Could yeah. literally charm the pants off anybody. Yep. Like unbelievably Facts. good host. Um, and is I think Scottish. That, yes, or Scottish or Irish. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, go I'm not find say him. Anything about that? But. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was the best, and I feel like other than him, and then James who I'm replaced just him. Scottish. I think he is. And he was like an alcoholic, but now he doesn't drink. Oh, king. Obsessed with him. Um, amazing. He's Scottish. He's, I love Craig Ferguson. I love, love him. Anyway, but, but, um, <laughs> but he, the rest of Late Night is like basically the same guy. Yeah. Cut, cut and pasted. Like I know that people argue that Kimmel and Fallon and Seth Meyers and uh, what's Colbert are like different, but they're really not. No. It's all alarmingly similar. Yes. And so, like, Corden at least, like, he might have been daggy and, like, he obviously did all the singing stuff, but at least it was something fucking different. It was definitely something that was, like, stuck, stuck out. Yeah. As Whereas all different. the other yeah. late-night hosts, if you think about, like, what differentiates them from each other. The only other, the yeah. only one, obviously Kimmel. Fallon or Kimmel? Fallon, I think you're thinking of. Fallon is quite um, similar to James Corden in the way of, Does like, a he's, silly sk- Well, stuff. he's a little, like, polarising. But I think yeah. at least he does something a little bit different than yeah. the rest of those guys. Totally, yeah. But still, he's the same brand. Like, like very you could just similar. have one of them and it wouldn't really matter. No, totally. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I think late night wars are such a big thing in America, which we just don't have here, obviously. Yeah, and I think what you know, what's interesting about this is they are actually not replacing him. They're not. Oh, they're, they're getting not... the late late shows ending. Oh, is it? Forever? Yeah. So instead, they're creating um, some late night series called At Midnight, which apparently existed before. Oh, um, interesting. I think. Uh, who's one of the the one you reference? His glasses, the other late night host. 
Um, Stephen Colbert. Colbert. I yeah. think he's part of it. Might be producing or John it. Oliver or someone like that. Someone like that. Yeah. Love John Oliver. Is he Leonardo's? He, is he English? <clears throat> no, he is. But he was. He took over. I think Colbert has like. They said they all have two each fucking channel. Like it's really confusing. So like James Corden is on the same channel as Jimmy Kimmel. I'm fairly certain. Thank you, Alfie, for your input. Anyway, um. So there's a late show and then there's the late late show. There's yeah. the tonight show and yeah. then there's whatever comes after the tonight show. But um Sorry, anyway, guys, if you can hear Alfie um, squeaking. He's just Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know, but John Oliver did do one. I don't know if he still does it. He okay. took over from maybe from Colbert when Colbert moved to whatever the prime time okay. late show. Fucking I don't know. There's too well, many. Exactly. And the point I was gonna make with that is like the fact that they're not replacing him, I think is a good thing because we truly don't need any more. No, it's posts. too many. Like, there's too many. Trevor Noah did it for a bit something for did a bit. He? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, but I don't I know. I what... it should be like two. Yeah. Two in total. True. And they can go head to head. Like I that's, agree. Yeah. Like Sunrise versus the Today Show. Facts. Yeah. And ABC Breakfast sneaks in there, but it's like a different beast, you know? Well, yeah, it's a different, it's government it's, funded. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, when no. it's government Two funded, commercial it's... networks going head to head. Correct. It's great. It's good for the culture. I agree. And I think like they really need mm. to, they really try to like throw a bit of a spanner in the works mm. with Lily Singh. Oh, that, Which yeah. obviously is just, oh, I hate when like, we could talk about this for days. I know. But when like t- old TV people think that that a YouTube star or whose audience whose main audience is young kids could possibly translate into a late night host. But I digress. Yeah, um, like that's my life. Yeah. They need <laughs> to bring fun. you know they should be a late night host like um uh Benny Drama. I adore him. But the thing is, you think that. But, yeah, but like, maybe you not. think it, but it's not. They're not. Maybe like, I'm just doing the exact same well, thing. Well, yeah, yeah. And people, like, it, I mean, it's like, they it's did not it with Dizzy say, Phillips and it didn't work. And it didn't work. Yeah. It's like, it's not to say that he couldn't do it. I love him so much. I have a full parasocial relationship with Benny oh, Drama. Yeah. Have to you the listened point to where, his new podcast ride with. Yeah. It the is, Gossip Girl episode. I haven't it's, listened to that no, yet. No, Hannah. They are? <laughs> listen to the Gossip Girl episode. I fully was at the gym. I had to put down the weights I was holding because I was yeah. like hysterically laughing. Guys, don't worry about our podcast ending. Go and listen to Benny Drama's Ride, podcast ride. I do think though, I suggested ride. It's Benny Drama and Mary Beth Barone, who yeah. I'm praying is going to be at Edinburgh Fringe this year because I oh, yeah. I got tickets to her last year and I was too late to get in. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. yeah, but her and Benny Drama, who if you don't know them, have a little look on, if you don't know Benny Drama, look on his Instagram and then listen to the podcast yeah. because I suggested that podcast to someone. They were like... I just didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah, and you I was need like, to I think know you who need... Nina Drama is. When he, you know, I don't, who's Nina, Nina Drama, the always... sex bot, the sex, like, I didn't even Instagram. When he talks in that weird, like, um, sort of almost like Eastern European accent. That's his being Nina Drama. I, when do, anyway. The way I don't even know that, I still find it funny. Yeah. Um, they're so it. traditional family values. Like, they yeah. are so funny. funny. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely rank podcasts if you want to replace us, us with someone. Yeah. Ride. Then, yeah. Way funnier than us. Um, they are unbelievable. Yes. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Uh, but, I don't know how we um, got there. I was talking about him being a late night host. Yes. I would just watch him do literally Same. anything. But yeah, it's hard because he's good at one in one yes. minute, or he's good on a podcast. But you never know if that translates to like interview style, having to boy an entire show, be mm-hmm. like a sort of almost like a mirror for a guest. You Such never know. Such a specific know. skill. Very specific skill. Yeah. And it's they hard. don't always like. It's one of those things. I think people think that, and I'm literally doing mm. guilty of it right now. Mm. But I think people think that. Um, all of these skills translate yeah. across different genres. Yeah. And the thing is, if even if we look at our podcast, because we're yeah. so successful, yeah. but I think that if you look at how much better we've gotten at this medium Fuck through yeah. three years of doing yeah. it, but like it's taken us three years to get good at yeah, this. Exactly. If we're even good at it now, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but I well, think just you know, by you. Oh, I'm just going to put the mic down to yeah. text my dad. <laughs> we don't even edit that shit out. I, know, I love that though. Yeah, me too. Uh, like that's what <laughs> 
I love it. It's part of like it's part of the the it's part of the magic of it. The core of yeah. the, of the thing. But um yeah, so I guess like if you expect someone might be really good at yeah. one particular thing, but then to think, oh well, they're really funny and charismatic, yeah. they're gonna be really good yeah. as a host. Like it takes a while to get good at your new job. Definitely. You know? Oh, so, fucking earth. And yeah. like, that's why I think a lot of those late night hosts come from like Weekend Update, like SNL. Because it's exactly. kind of training yeah. for it a yeah. little bit. Because you often, you get to tell jokes, but like they end up playing like the straight man to the like funny guest on Weekend Update. Right. So, you know, there's like that element of it as well. But I think, yeah, uh, yeah I'm really, I'm happy they're not doing it a doing another host is, is I, unnecessary. I, do, I agree and i but i do think like i think what's really cool if we give james corden some credit is that yeah carpool karaoke and spill your guts or feel your guts yeah are truly like youtube staples that i think totally. put late night on the youtube map yeah because definitely. youtube watching late night interviews i think for most young people yeah. that don't watch the late night shows they watch the interviews and the segments yes on youtube and yeah. like Fill your guts, fill your guts, fill your guts, and carpool karaoke are such smart things to have on YouTube oh. because they that that's what's going to attract younger viewers who 100%. use the internet or even older viewers yeah. as well. So I do hope that um, that I mean I know J- Jimmy Fallon has um, he's got a few little segments, yeah, that are quite funny, little singing ones and stuff, singing like, yeah. ones and like guessing songs. Yeah, and there's yeah. another one where you have to like you have to take the box out and guess. Yes, what's in the that box. one's kind of funny, but yeah. nothing quite like carpool karaoke or split your guts or split yeah. your guts. I think. Agreed. Um, maybe um, who's the bloke on E who does um, on Bravo? Andy, um, oh Andy Cohen, Cohen. yes, totally. Um, he's he's probably the only thing that's fifth. yes, that's, that's another, fantastic. Yeah, the fifth. oh, I can't. So Anyway, but what I I do hope that there is someone else that comes along, maybe to replace one of the others. that's yeah. going to bring some fresh life into the late night. I agree. Space because I don't. I think they're all becoming a bit stale. I agree. Um, and it's yeah, yeah, it's no, I I totally agree, and I agree also that carpool karaoke particularly mm-hmm. was such a, whoever fucking came up with that concept, whether it was James or a producer, yeah. or whoever came up with it, such a feat of late night. TV because you're yep. right it allowed it to enter youtube and like the internet social media or whatever in a way that also serviced the that made sense just by itself on and like sat alone as something that could generate millions of views yeah. but also service the program totally. which is like not that easy to do no that worked um, across both <clears throat> mediums both mediums it's really a really ingenious idea mm-hmm. like that would be something you'd just be i mean i think i don't know if you saw that sketch that of James's like goodbye episode or whatever with all the other late night hosts and they were nah. do, uh, they were doing this sort of face so it was like Kimmel Fallon David Letterman for some reason was there and then like just all of them when they were like oh we're just divvying up like what we want from your show everyone goes okay read out your list in, in three two one carpool karaoke yeah yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah yeah of course exactly because so, like, it's a great segment so yeah anyway yeah I hope I do hope that something else like that comes on I think mm. I think the current one is probably um uh hot ones. I was going to say Hot Ones is the only thing. But that's not uh, if that's on, just, it's the just the YouTube thing. Yeah. So I think maybe in the future it's that people will just start doing segments where they interview. So like I yeah. think it's – and a lot of them have started the ones where like, you know, celebrities do like the finish the U, the Google search answers, yes. things like that. Yes, yeah. But I hope there's more of it because I think it's a really fun way to – I agree. If and you love They've got to go cross-platform. Yes. It's just a – it's an old, old format that if yeah. you don't embrace the internet at all, you know. Facts. Yeah. All Should right. we move on? Yeah. All right, so a quick word from our sponsor before we move on. This episode is brought to you by Silk Pillowcases. Yeah. Do you have great. one? They're great. I do have one. I, did you buy it for me? No, you didn't. Potentially. No? I don't know. 
But I got a new one recently because he was mine uh-huh. a whole huge hole ripped in oh. my old one. But really, They're like, great. just want to say, if you don't have a silk pillowcase, yeah. like, truly get one. I have two now. Yeah. Um, thanks to our King Eddie. Oh yeah. Everyone should know by now. Yeah. Um, he bought me one. I don't remember. Maybe my birthday. Very sweet. Yeah. Um, maybe Eddie bought me one. I don't know when. Yeah. Anyway, he yeah. bought me a white one though, and it was back when I was still fake tanning. Mm. You know, I haven't fake tanned for like two months. The congratulations. Thank you. That's, That's like awesome. a massive momentous achievement yeah, for is. me. Um, but it's just covered in fake tan stains. I mean, that makes sense. It looks disgusting. Like, even when it's yeah, clean, you want to be just... able to like bleach it out of there. Honestly, no, it's probably done. And I don't think you really want to do that with silk. But that's fine. Oh, you can actually never use it. Not my point though. Um, but yeah, silk pillowcase is great for your skin. Honestly, yeah. I feel like it's improved my hair. Um, it does because yeah. if you like all like straighten your hair, or blow dry, do anything. When you wake up in the morning, it's way less like frazzled than if you have a Correct. cotton pillowcase. Yeah. So just and also just feels nice. It does feel nice. So I yeah, agree. Shout out it's to cool. Them. Thanks for sponsoring us. So it is cool. You. True. You know, way cooler than other fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> and we mean cool, like sick. Sick. Um, okay. Sick. <clears throat> Last week, a new action rom-com came out on Apple Plus called Ghosted, starring Anna de Armas and Chris Evans. It is a spy movie where Chris falls in love with Anna's character and is ghosted because she's actually a CIA agent. Where he and then he follows her to London and gets caught up in her spy mission because they mistake him for a spy. Today we're reviewing this movie and also talking about the trend of big actors doing increasingly weird um, and terrible films. Hannah, what did you think of Ghosted? I hated watching this movie and like I've said this once and I'll say I've said it many times and I'll say it again. I can get around shit movies and shows. Like I truly, yeah. truly can. Like I will, I will put aside and I will watch absolute trash and enjoy yeah. it. I will find a way to enjoy it. This is bad, and I'm yeah. angry because it was so bad. The fact that they had Anna Diarmas and um, Chris Evans as leads, two amazing action, very movie accomplished actors, actors. charismatic. Yeah. They've been in movies together where they've had yeah. chemistry. This movie, like from the beginning, it felt like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um. But even Lindsay Lohan's recent foray back into the, the yeah. silver screen was miles ahead of this, which yeah. is insane. And the budget would have been a astronomically higher. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing is just to add to that. I mean, we'll get into it, but the fucking cast of this movie. Jimmy Cooper from the OC, like, sorry. Oh my god, yeah, also, random. He's now old enough to play Chris Evans' dad. Is deeply disturbing yeah. to me. But I digress. Amy Sedaris also plays his mum, and she's a fantastic comedic she's actor. She's so funny. But she, it was, it, it, it was like they, it was like they had a headwind and they were all battling some sort. Of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it was unbelievable. Oh, but it was full. Spoiler alert! But oh, fucking do not watch this film. But that no, but spoiler alert! It was. Then they had Marvel cameos everywhere. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Sebastian Stan, yeah. what's his face who plays? Um, oh, um, I can't remember his name. It was just know, full yeah. of amazing cameos. Yeah. And cameos that came so out of left field because it was like, hang on, they were willing to do this movie. It's yeah. just... They clearly didn't see the script. No. No way. They couldn't have. No. There's no Why way. Why did Anna Diarmas and Chris Evans do this? Like, I don't understand what happened. I actually like this is it's proof, and it's something like I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before. I fucking always said it worked though. It's like you can throw tens of millions of dollars at something; it does not make it will not make it good. No, you it literally this movie was one of the worst displays of filmmaking I've ever point blank ever seen. It I, was I'm upset. I was I watched it and I was like. 
I've started watching it with my sister because I was like, oh, fuck. Look, do you want to just want to watch a movie? Like sitting there, it's like 8 yeah. p.m. We're like, fuck it, well, should we just watch a movie? Mm. Like rather than starting a TV show or anything like that. And we and I was like, oh, what about this? Like I've seen this advertised. They're doing massive press run. So when a movie yep. has a massive press run, yep. you think the studio believes in it yep. enough to want to put it out there. Usually if a movie's this bad, they'll sort of bury it. Yeah. Big stars, massive press run. I'm like, could be fun, bit of fun. We started and she was like, I'm so sorry, is this a joke? Yeah. Like she was like, is this a joke? Is this a parody of a movie? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, no, this is real. Yeah. The colors for some reason are turned up to saturation mm-hmm. 1000. The editing is insane. insane. So the, poor. How things progress in that f- the first bit where they're on the date. Insane. Like it's who, who I don't, AI wrote the script and yeah. no one, there's four people attributed to that script. Four people. A monkey could have written that, like blindfolded. It's that bad. It's that. But the, the script is so atrocious that I can't, almost can't. Adrian believe. Brody, sorry, another. yes, is also in it. Yeah, star studded. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. And so, okay, there's so many issues that I had with it. One, one being the action sequences were so long. <laughs> um, like I would literally go to the toilet, go I don't know, like prepare a f- four course meal, um, <laughs> like take the rubbish out, like drive up and back to the peninsula, and this action scene would still be going. It was, and I'm like, oh, they're still on that fucking bus. That oh, bus scene? Yeah, like, I know. And like they also I act- st- honestly stopped watching for bids. Like yeah, I like, me too. had I was shit on to TikTok. do and yeah. I was just like I was like, oh no, I'd look up and be like, oh they Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, still still there. Yeah. Like But it was like also all the action scenes for like I said, these are two very accomplished ac- um action actors as well. Like they have pulled off like um Anna was in uh Bond and there was another kind of bad film called The Grey Man, but her action sequences were good. And Captain America. And Captain America. Enough said. Right? Uh, very accomplished action action heroes here. It looked like it was choreographed, like you know when then like Disney films, like the lead obviously couldn't really dance, or like mm-hmm. ballet films mm-hmm. where the actress can't obviously can't really dance. Looked like they choreographed the action to hide that they couldn't do anything physical, right. like they couldn't be able to hire stuntmen or something. So like you just like it would just be like a pot plant flown across, like thrown across across the room, and someone would be like, ah, oh, like, it makes I me feel angry. It was to think about. so like, poorly done. I reckon they were against green screen for and not in the same room for some scenes it was that they it was like they were talking to a like a, a, a just a lens or like you know when they shoot things um like they have like a dinosaur or whatever and it's just like a big stick with a green like tennis ball at the end that's how it felt like they were talking because it there, there was no way that that could have been human interaction <laughs> it was unbelievable yeah this, they would finish a sentence completely and then the next person would start their equally as weird sentence and like it would <laughs> no. just be like, oh, are you in things- the same room? No, and I think what was really horrible just to add to that and what made it so difficult to watch is that the characters were so deeply one-dimensional and difficult to follow and understand. understand. Like, yeah. The, the decision that he makes at the beginning is that he's like obviously really clingy and shit and he keeps texting her and keeps sending her emojis and shit. And then he decides... He's been on one date with her and he decides to go to London using his asthma tracking app. He's like Because he left his puffer in her bag. Her, so he's tracking her to so London. So convoluted. And like, then he goes to London and that's where he like gets caught up in the spy trap. But even just that as the premise is so, so difficult to wrap your head around that it's just like anything that happens from there and they're yeah. like angry at each other is just like makes no sense because like he's a stalker. Like, yeah. And she's just like awful and yeah like she's like kind of rude it's and just then, like why and you can't even tell like and she i think anna damas is an incredible actress like yeah, genuinely 10 yeah. out of 10 actress what was she doing because every <laughs> single word was the same monotone 
why are you doing this? Like, and it was just, I, and his responses were always like smug, no matter what yeah, the tone yeah, yeah. of and the conversation was. Angry, was. Like, but like, you couldn't. You're like, are you ang- angry? I think I she think, was because then when she was being nice, she spoke in the same cadence, and yeah. I was like, it's, what's what's happening? I think what's so frustrating is like. Big, I love big, dumb action movies same, and I will same, same, eat same, that same, shit same. up. Like, I think that they were inspired like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like, of course. Having a big blockbuster spy movie. Sexy actors. Sexy yeah. actors where it's like silly yeah. but it's camp, it's yeah. fun and it's bad it's in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And you enjoy it because yeah. it's silly and you're there and you're along for the ride. It's, it's so disappointing that they tried to do that and just – it was. It feels so wasteful of like money and resources and like I'm time, a, time and like I just feel really bad that Sebastian Stan had to take yeah, time out of his busy schedule to, to do, do that. that. Yeah. And Chris Evans I read in an interview that Chris Evans said that all he had to do was just text his Marvel co-stars and they were in. You wasted that one but text on, on that, that fucking movie. And like, I'm sorry, but that's disrespectful they to hang me their head in shame. and to them. Yeah, hundred percent. Hang their head in shame. Ryan Reynolds, like, I'm sorry, Ryan. Ryan I'm really sorry Ryan that they made the you do that. Two seconds he was in that film had more charisma yeah. than the. That than was quite funny. Leads. That little bit. Yeah, then the two leads combined. Mm-hmm. Because, and also, there's this really convoluted thing at the end where uh, it's okay, so there's some fucking reactor, nuclear reactor, whatever, D- that I they're trying to. No oh, idea. I didn't hear. There's a I code and out of whatever. It, no one was listening, no one cared yeah. because it was, you had to yeah. jump through, like, you had to back through, flip through hoops <laughs> to try and understand what was going on in that movie. Anyway. At the very end, there's some and usually, big like. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but usually that doesn't matter. No, because you just go. Oh, I don't get it. Get it. But like, but it's whatever. Fun. It's but keeping on going. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Stop but making me so he, understand. Chris Evans continuing to pretend all the CIA agents are dead or something. Chris Evans continuing to pretend to be a spy is like at this meeting with these like dangerous criminals. Anna de Armas walks in to like save the day. Um, and obviously that was meant to be the big like Bond-esque entrance of the yeah. Bond girl in the hot dress and the whatever. It wasn't even like good like that. It was just kind of like, okay, her wig was yeah. atrocious the entire fucking movie. Also, like I don't she's Maybe the she most was beautiful, filming blonde at the time. Maybe. She's the most beautiful woman in the world, yeah. I reckon. And yeah. they made her look like a bit odd. Anyway, then she walks in and it's meant to be this big gotcha moment when she is like I can't kill you, but these guys can. And like, she's like sent a text out to some bounty hunters. Yeah. And yeah. What, what service is it? The bounty hunters. Yeah. I mean, like, she's what? CIA agent, I guess. But what? She, what? Yeah, but she also sent a text out to bounty hunters. And then also she's like explaining her gotcha in such detail. She's like, I sent, but I didn't have the money until now, but now I have the money because you, you just gave me the money and now I have it. And so I can pay the bounty hunters, but I couldn't pay them before because I didn't, I didn't have, have the, the money, money, but I have it now because I sent the text and then you just gave that to me. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't care. And then she's like, there's lots of bounty hunters in this room. I'm like, where are we? They're in a restaurant. We're, they're in a revolving restaurant. <laughs> what city is this in? Yeah, literally. Because apparently oh my God. I'm like, is this Europe or America? No, the set looked like a fucking fake set from a pantomime from like an 1800s German village. Don't you reckon? It was un- – they're walking through these little thatched hut, like roof houses down a fucking river. I was like, where are you? That's true. I thought, yeah. I thought maybe it was San Antonio, Texas. It kind of looked like yeah. that. Um, it lo- looked like what like I imagine like a village in Amsterdam to look like literally 200 years ago. I don't know. People are on penny farthings oh, down me- the street. Like- <laughs> Everyone's wearing top hats. I, I feel literally like – They were I shooting just, another movie at the it's time. It's so upsetting. Like it's so oh. upsetting because it just – it's really like – 
I, I was an hour in. I thought about looked, the island. The island. No, I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. I actually, like, I, we you have just a podcast. wake up on an island at one point and it's just sort of, like, brushed over. It's not fair. Like, I know. I feel Imagine like. Imagine getting given $100 million and doing that with it. it was, the budget was $40 million. Yeah, I know. I know just, it wasn't no, 100 but I, but yeah. The fact that I know that I'm, I checked. Um, which is insane. That's a hefty budget. And, like, Huge. It just, it feels annoying because, like, I was an hour into this movie yeah. and, like, I was like, I don't want to watch the rest of it. And I will watch hours of yep. people talking about like drake bell and josh yeah. falling out from drake and yep. josh on youtube yep. like and that shit the p- good people of deep dive from yep. youtube have s- that has a higher production value Fucking than this movie which had chris evans and anna diamas in it and the fact that you are making me spend my time yeah I mean, yep. I could have stopped, but I couldn't because of the podcast. We had to but do, oh, if we didn't have that, there's no way no, I would have continued. Nobody watched this. And if you want to, like, watch a bit of it, like, watch the first bit just to see how bad it is. Yeah. Just to add but to But don't this. watch it as a joke. Like, do not watch no, this No, don't film. bother. It's not even like, ha, this is funny. No. Other thing is this has broken streaming records for Apple TV+. Yeah. St- records. Because... How? I think it must be because it's so he- been have so heavily promoted marketed, and the yeah. cast is so good. Yeah. I think because it could have been such a, a honest success and it's just absolutely terrible it, and that's, yeah. It was like, it went for so long. Also, it was like six bad movies in Two one. hours. It wasn't even an hour and a half, like no. a quick in and out. It was. It, was it could have been fucked. honestly quite simply 45 minutes long and I would have gotten the same gist. Like, Oh, yeah, because yeah. the action sequences went for 30 minutes each. Yeah, and they're on the date for like an hour I mean, sorry. I mean, it felt like an hour of the film was the date. Yes, um, yes, yes. It yeah. was. It was also the audio mix. I don't know if you found that really weird. That was one thing yeah, that really, really bothered me. It was it's barely like there listening. was no like ambient noise. It was just oh. dialogue, oh. like the whole time, and it was just like also like anyway. It was un- just unbelievably terrible. Yeah, I just I feel so bad. for Whoever Sebastian the location Stone. scout was should be immediately like fucking. Fine. I don't know. Um extradited is that the word like ousted from the industry oh yeah because they ostracized yeah i don't know yeah okay shall we all right yes we shall um to finish up we are doing youtube comments for our final sequence final sequence our final segment um you know the drill if you don't you'll understand sarah do you want to start um yes okay (laughs) okay so this one i have i don't know what it was on um When I was a little girl, I thought this, <laughs> the, like the singing in the movies are real life. So when I was arguing with my best friend and I started to sing and yell, then I was surprised why the background music never came. Ah, memories. And then someone commented to that saying, what? You were a very simple little kid. I hope that wore off. I really want to know that was what that was on. I don't. I have some sort of musical. Um, I assume. So this is on a um, frenemies compilation, which oh, I yeah. thought was very appropriate, given that yeah, was yeah. an amazing podcast that, that, ended. that ended. This that's is an true. amazing podcast that's ending. Fucking true. But there's a bit where oh, sorry, watching a what? Everyone recommendation watch a frenemies compilation because fuck that shit is good. Like, it's funny. Trisha Paytas is one of the funniest people in the world. Greatest, honestly, greatest living performer that we have. agreed. Yeah. Um, but she's like saying she can count to ten in Korean, and she does. <laughs> This comment is the way Trisha counted to three <laughs> and spiraled into gibberish from the Korean <laughs> segment, then said, If you know, you know. <laughs> and I didn't realize, like, I, I thought it. she was saying, it, but she's actually just speaking gibberish. Like, one says it in one, two, three, it just makes it, and then goes, If you know, you know. Fuck, oh, she's that funny. I love her. Yeah, um, okay. This one is on a music video. I think. 
it's maybe um oh it's break up with your girlfriend i'm bored oh, Ariana okay. Grande. great song so, okay i remember the day this music video dropped i woke up and saw that this uploaded like 32 minutes ago and something and i was so excited i'm reading all of these like prop in yeah, there how they how they've the intended them to be read <laughs> but but then the whole concept of this song was super relatable to me because i really wanted my ex to break up with his girlfriend because i still wanted him Eight months later and we all found out he was just dating her to try to get over me, but I was done with him by then, lol. I just feel like a lot of these people need, like, to talk to some other people. Yeah, I just... Keep a journal. Yeah, fully. Like, no one else needed to know that. No. They just didn't. Anyway. I think it's like a release, but I'm like, just put it in a journal. It is a release. I think the reason people enjoy it is because it's like a release into, like, the ether and they just don't know who's going to see it. Anyway. Don't they ever feel like people they know will see this shit? Nah, because I... You wouldn't. You know what I mean? Imagine like, it gets like a hundred thousand, like it gets really liked comment. You're a most embarrassing thing. Like the day my grandpa died, like those kinds of ones. Literally. Like, no, one of mine, I commented something on Frenemies from oh, the really? podcast account. Once. Oh, really? Yeah. Like years ago when it was still on and yeah. it got like thousands of likes. Oh, really? It was something about something just about Trisha and I didn't yeah. even realize on the podcast account. I never comment on anything, yeah. but I just thought, I thought of something That's really so funny, funny to yeah. do with something Trisha yeah. said and it got, and I was like, love oh, that for you. Thank you. All right. In Canada a few years ago, I remember one Halloween night, my chocolate candy, Smarties for Canadians, had muted colours. I found it strange at the time, but that must be when they changed to natural colouring. To be honest, even if the blue wasn't electric anymore, it didn't change my enjoyment of the chocolate. To this day, the colours are soft muted, but I don't mind at all. Sorry, what was this a comment on? (laughs) It was on a – there's like this woman called Anne Reardon who um, makes videos debunking like food myths. And I think I didn't even watch the there video. There was a myth about smarty colors. No, I think it was. She was just like talking about food coloring and like oh, the misconceptions right, 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 around right, right, food right. coloring. Okay, but they just wanted to share that they don't mind that the colors of Smarties in Canada are muted. And I think that's, that's really cool really of nice. them. They're also muted here. I don't know who knows that. Smarty no, colors, yeah. that must be a food coloring thing. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. Um, I've got one more. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Um, okay. This is on an ASMR <laughs> I love my next video. <laughs> I'll say it again. This is such a great service you offer. Sadly, there's many people out there unable to experience touch for whatever reason. Maybe they're single, question mark. And touch is such an important part of oh. keeping our mental health in check. And then the account just comments back, we concur with a love heart. How That's sad really is that? really sad. Yeah. There's a lot of those kinds of comments. Oh, on, on ASMR. Because you watch like stuff. back scratching mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. yeah. So that's, oh yeah. God, that makes me really sad. This is on actually the Scratcher Girls in Miami. They're a service. Shout out to the Scratcher Girls. They do that. Like in massage scratching. Okay. That's good. I'm just one of these freaks in the comments. Like that was me of, that commented oh, that. That's really sad. You. A lot of people can't experience physical <laughs> touch. Not me. Like not but me. A lot of people. But a lot of people. Not me. Maybe they're single question mark. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Not me. I'm, not me. <laughs> um, so this was on a video about like the many crimes of Leah Michelle. Oh, I'm not. <clears throat> so I was – sorry, oh, Alfie's toy. biting something. So I was a hairstylist for seven years and had a client who was a flight attendant. He said by far the worst celebrity he ever served was Leah Michelle. She apparently, <laughs> sorry, she apparently wouldn't look anyone in the eye, wouldn't speak to anyone and Corey Monteith had to speak for her. He even apologised. It was nothing but gracious saying, sorry, she's just like this. <laughs> I don't understand how he was with her He was if he was such a lovely person. Well, and I just love that. I love that too. And mm-hmm. she's true to who she is. Yeah. And that he just had to like 
apologize speak for, for her, her and she wouldn't look anyone in the eye iconic did you see um her at the like time 100 thing yeah she looked well, amazing she looked so good yeah but she got up and like had to present an award on stage i don't oh, know I if didn't you saw see this that, no she was like with a group of four other people and they were like leah do you want to read the thing and she was like did a big joke she was like i memorized it obviously oh and like God. pretended to read I'll and she's like that later. our queen is in on the joke she gets it uh, she gets it guys she gets it she also did a day in my life and she sounded so much like trisha paytas it was insane on youtube um, on tiktok just like come oh. with me for a day in my, oh my life God, well, I'll be and it was that. watch it it's so fucking good but she sounds so much like trisha everyone comments being like this sounds a lot like trisha oh my god i love which that could be an amazing pairing but anyway can you imagine it those would, two in the same if room? If frenemies didn't last, like and Ethan Leah. was quite a patient man, but like yeah, those two no, trying to work. Imagine them working together. I know a lot of comments on that frenemies thing actually yeah. were like people were like, "Can frenemies please come back?" Yeah. Like, and when I was good. seeing people responding to yeah. it that way, I was like, I felt like I've obviously got a bit emotional about our podcast, yeah. but also I was like, "Can I fucking bring frenemies yeah, back?" Like, literally, guys, God, it was deal good. with it and magic because they couldn't. They ended it because like. Didn't Trisha just storm out of the yeah, room? Yeah, and like the 5% thing. I don't know. Oh, I'm yeah. like, you guys can deal with that. Yeah. Anyway. No, totally. I'm deeply sad. All right. Anyway, um, if you listen this far into the episode, obviously there's some things to process for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, what do you want? If you listen comment. this far, comment um, maybe something. Comment. Um, sorry, she's just like this. Yeah. It's about Leah Michelle on our yeah. new Instagram post. That'll be going up. Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank look, you so much for listening. Yeah. Um, and look for that thing that I said I was going to do. That link if you want to submit yes. like a vo- well, voice. You can send us a voice memo thing. and we'll play yeah. it and answer yeah. it on the podcast. Yes. God, I can't wait for – it's going to be me holding the mic up to the computer fucking I was wondering speaker. how you wanted to do well, that. You can play them through this thing, but you don't have headphones on. So we're just going to play them out loud off my okay. laptop. Great. Uh, done yeah <laughs> and you guys are one last hurrah of the amazing audio setup we have yeah um, i mean look it's pretty good it's done it's done the job it's absolutely it's done, done the done job, the job. all right a lot of hustling from you so all right thank you guys for listening um yeah that's all from us um thank you you, don't, you can leave us a review if you want but it's yeah ending in a month <laughs> yeah. sorry no, no pressure say yeah beg us to say yeah <laughs> okay love you bye, bye.